they don't want to eat motherfucking broccoli and chicken every day. They don't want to eat healthy. If I want to do it for another 20 years, right? I can't be reckless in my training because I get comments. Oh, you have a bicep wane, right? That means that's a clear <laughs> sign of steroids. Why did you break up with this girl? Exactly. We like the other girl better. This new girl is shit. You know, like, you know, the other girl was hard, you know, all of that. And how the fuck are you better? Welcome to the Fitness FAQs podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Vadnell, Australian physiotherapist and calisthenics expert. Dan, welcome to the Fitness FAQs podcast, mate. Hang on. Thank you for the invite. You have been hotly requested for obvious reasons. For those that don't know who you are, you're one of the pioneers in the calisthenics scene. What I mean by that is you've been around for a very, very long time. You're an OG, even though you're young. Let's get into your story, man. How did you how did you get into this world we call calisthenics? So basically, I was a gymnast, right? So I started training like that, which is basically I did calisthenics from a young, young age. Um, even though I didn't know the word of it, like bodyweight training, calisthenics, it was never, no one even said that word to me before. But yeah, I started training when I was like six years old and uh, started competing when I was uh, seven years old. So it's been a long time. I'm 29 right now. So it's been 22 years of consistent training. I did like one year break. Now, have you always been purely a calisthenics athlete or how's your journey transformed over the years with that? Um, I started doing weighted Cali in 2014. So it was always Cali, always like bodyweight training or added weight onto the body weight. And I only started doing weights in October of 2019. So just before COVID, I was like, I need to, I need to change. Like it's been too long, right? I've been doing body weight and weight at Cali for too long. And uh, I didn't see the improvements that I wanted to. So from that point, end of 2019, I started implementing weights. Now, when you say you're not seeing the results that you wanted, what do you mean specifically? Are you talking aesthetics and muscle or more strength stuff? Uh, both, to be honest. Like, I see my strength being just linear, like, didn't improve from probably 2016. Like, I didn't see the, like, pike, right, going up. And my physique was good, but I was like, always, oh, if I just implement a little bit of weight, right? Just a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, bench, heavy squat, like anything, right? Bodybuilding, weightlifting, I can be much better. And I never did it. Just maybe you have this experience because of the community, right? Like most of my fan base is like Cali guys, street workout guys. So if I start doing weights, they're gonna be like, oh no, you know, you're, I've seen all of those com comments like, oh, you're a legend and street workout. You shouldn't be doing weights. Uh, hope you never do weights. Um, you're a representative for body weight training, all of that. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Right. All I have to fucking do body weight training forever. And, uh, it was at that point, 2019, I was in Taiwan uh, doing a workshop and judging the world cup. I was vegan at the time, 
I don't know, have you been to Asia before, like Taiwan, China? You've, you've been, like the food is totally different, so I was eating algae and grass for, for like 10 days, right? Lost like 10 kg because I was like traveling. And I was just looking at my physique and my strength like, that's it. When I go back home, I'm going to start doing weightlifting. And boom, started doing it. Broke every PR after two months. Yeah, because I already knew in my head how to program it, how to do it, how I would do it. So I already had a plan in my head for a long time, how I would train. And I just implemented, you know, like powerlifting, bodybuilding, weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting into my routines. And in two months, I broke every PR. Fantastic, Dan. I like a few things with what you've just touched on. First, I think it takes a lot of courage with what you've done, especially after having such a reputation in an area of specialization, such as calisthenics, being essentially the top dog, right? When people refer to calisthenics or someone with a lot of strength and an incredible physique, they'd say, down. And I feel that you must have noticed this as well. It was like when people wanted to say, can you build muscle with calisthenics, they'd love using you as an example. So it was almost like, even though the majority of your physique was built with calisthenics and then you transitioned and matured over time, they almost get a little bit salty. It's like, oh, now we can't say that he's pure. He's, he's, he's been, now he's been tainted by the weights, right? No, it's funny because till this day I get comments, right? Or people tag me in a post, like random somewhere, you know, like, oh, but he's doing Cali and look at him you know, like bragging about me and then they go on my page and the first thing they see is me curling or squatting and I'm like, oh no, you know, like you can, and then the arguments start, but no, he did 19, 20 years of care. They don't, they don't care, right? So I taint, painted my image, but to it, like, if I'm gonna go through my whole life like that, not doing what other people want me to do, right? I'm not gonna go anywhere, literally. I remember in 2012, 2011, when my teachers and my parents were like, oh, what are you gonna do with your life, right? And I'm like, I'm gonna work out. No, go get a job. No one is making money from street workout. There is no big example how to do the whole competitive scene, there's no Huge, huge name. Okay, Frank Magiano and like a few people. But no one really making a crazy amount of money or living from the sport. What did you find that was missing from calisthenics and made you want to change? Um, isolations. So isolating, right? Um, and just any the strength, pure, pure strength, like one rep strength. Like I couldn't. Like, how many pull-ups I need to do to get stronger? How many, like, I've been doing it for so long, my body adapted to it, right? So doing a normal bodyweight workout, it's not even a deload workout for me, right? Like, like I need, I need something harder. And I think that was missing for me. So moving forward in terms of your future goals, because you've been saying you want to keep doing this for a long time. When it's all mm -hmm. said and done, what would you like to have achieved with your body? 
I just want to look good for myself, right? Like when I look into the mirror, I want to be like, mm, okay, that's, I looked good before, I was strong, healthy, right? I'm not, I get all the time like uh, messages like, oh, you should compete in bodybuilding, go on a competition, but I don't want to be judged by how I look and then be scored on. I don't want to win like that because opinions, I don't, I don't give a fuck. And I don't want to win on an opinion. So I just want to look good for myself, you know, when I'm even older, you know, 40, 50, 80, I want to be look back and be like, yeah, I did everything, you know, I look good. Love it, man. And I think there's a lot of longevity behind that training style as well. I really want to talk to you about that because I feel that the way we train, both yourself and, and my philosophy, is very similar these days. Mm. And I really wanted to just have a chat about that whole way of training for general strength and for hypertrophy, because I feel there's so much longevity behind it. And I really resonate with what you say with wanting to do this for years and years until you're old, stopping when, when yep. you want to or just continuing to do it for life. Continue. And I think that that approach of moderate rep ranges is absolutely key mm. for it. Definitely. You know, 8 to 15, it's okay to do 1 to 5, definitely. Big compounds, right? If you do it safely and good form and you have like proper uh, preparation for it. But I, I'm not looking to risk getting injured in, in training like that. If I want to do it for another 20 years, right? I can't be reckless in my training. Cause sometimes, you know, you come to the gym and you're lazy or anything like that. And you just not skip through the, the workout, but the warm up. but you're like, eh, you know, doing it all whatever right and then not thinking or you know you're not there and then after the workout you're like what the hell you know and then you have to rewind the whole training session and I'm like what did i do wrong i'm like i didn't do any core before my squats i didn't do any stabilization didn't do anything you know again you know stuff like that i'm confident that you in particular will have a lot of longevity with how you train because you know why you're doing what you do and when i say this it sounds so obvious but i think a lot of people listening or just training in general like the average person they'll be training for strength and then they'll be like oh i want to build muscle or i want to get skills or i want to do some freestyle and they're just doing absolutely everything at once you know <sighs> they want to do everything 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 i mean i was like that before when i was like competing right i did everything literally i was competing in freestyle i was really good in strength i had a good physique you know all around athlete because i'm coming from a gymnastics background where i did all around right all around gymnastics i did everything so i just okay i was all around there i'm gonna be all around here and that's it it worked here and there right like if you watch my routines i did everything but you can't do it for a long time it's hard to train your recovery has to be even better than the the workouts which for me was really good because i don't have a normal job right i didn't do a nine to five 
I literally dedicated my whole life to that. So my whole day is like I do my workouts, I eat, I have my clients or my plans and like travel and, you know, so I can maintain that. But any, anyone who's just a young 18, 20 year old having maybe school or a job and trying to be all around and doing everything. You, you see it on Instagram, people getting injured all the time. Like bicep goes away, you know, trying to do difficult things, trying to combine like different type of workouts into one session, doing, doing a full planche and then doing a fucking one rep max after it, doing a festo and then doing just, I'm like, what the, where is the, where is the plan here? Cause as you get more advanced, you take longer to recover as well. So if you're sending your body these conflicting messages, one rep max one day, higher reps another day, it's, it's just a recipe for just not making progress. No, it's hard, man. Like you, you fuck up one workout, one strength workout, and then four weeks you have to again, go back and do it again and recover. Cause I know when I do one rep or even three, it will take me from one week to three weeks of recovery. Wow. Definitely. Like with a, like like a, a, like a, dead, a deadlift or something like this or. I don't, I don't do deadlift, but like, like a heavy squat, uh, pull up, muscle up, anything really, really heavy, which will just drain me. I feel my nervous system is like, mm -mm. <laughs> you're not yeah, gonna... yeah. next week. No. And before I was doing like one rep every, every week, Wow. every week. And now there's no way even with like perfect recovery. You know, not doing anything, laying and just walking and doing like proper recovery stuff. I can't, like it's, I feel like now I'm at that point where it'll take me a little bit more to recover. What does good recovery look like to you? Um, for me, really good food, right? Good quality. So I, ha I don't have a problem of uh, eating healthy. I actually enjoy eating healthy and, um, and I know why I'm doing it. Right. I know if I eat this type of food, I'm going to get this type of results. And that's all I care about. Uh, food, I stretch every day. I do foam rolling. So myofascial release trigger points. Um, I walk a lot. Um, I just don't do anything physical after the, after the workout. You know, I take a nap, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And I just chill, you know. I think that oftentimes we overcomplicate things to try and hide from the simple stuff because we know that if we do the simple stuff well, it's hard and it mm -hmm. hurts. So sometimes I think we try and make it fancy so that we can like hide from doing what actually matters. What training split have you found yourself coming to over and over again that you enjoy doing like a training split in a week? Yeah, just one body part in one day, right? I love doing that. Uh, when I start training just purely Cali, so after my gymnastic days and everything, I was like, what should I do? Because there were no proper programs online how to do, how to work out, right? I remember there were like routines, like um, on, on Facebook, there were like fucking routines 
if you remember like the pictures of it like just drawings or like circuits workouts and I don't yeah, know yeah, oh yeah. my god even I they even made one of mine and um I I never liked it I didn't like the classic like circuit workouts and how Maybe everyone was doing it uh, my body doesn't respond good to it and uh, I was like I'm just gonna take I want to look like a bodybuilder as a Cali athlete. Yep. And I just took the bodybuilding split and I just fucking transferred it here and it worked. I loved doing it. I did it for a long, long time. Could you explain what it is for people that don't know what it is? I did uh, like Monday, back day, Tuesday, chest day. Wednesday, leg day, Thursday, shoulder, tricep, or the shoulder, and then Friday I did um, bicep. Now I'm going to argue against this and I'm just interested to see what you'd say about it. So I agree. It seems like a fun split in terms of you can absolutely get in there and absolutely smash a body part at a time, mm. but you're only training the body part once a week. What do you say to those people that would be like, Oh, but the science says you have you can train two to three times a week. I think if you do it once properly, it's enough. If you really, if it's just, you know concentrated, it's a good plan. Because I know, like in a pool workout, I mean, like a back back day, I I was doing like eight hundred reps, you know, eight hundred to a thousand, like normal. So every workout, I would just pump big, you know, and that's how I improved. So I think if you do it just properly with a good plan and you know, I did like, uh, like for example, for a pool day, I did every grip, right? Every grip possible, like in a smart way I did. So my physique was well balanced. Same thing with push or anything I do. Today's sponsor for the show is Fitness FAQs. Use the coupon code PODCAST10 to save 10% at checkout when shopping on fitnessfaqs.com. Enjoy the discount and let's get back to the conversation. With your hybrid training style these days, how do you combine calisthenics and weights still? Um, number one, compounds, right? Uh, I focus on those like if it's... Uh, like weightlifting, then it's, you know, bench, squats, any, any compound. And the uh, same thing for Cali. Uh, I always start my workouts with uh, something explosive, right? If it's a, a push-up or a pull or anything, anything uh, explosive movement. And then I go into my compounds and then into like uh, isolations. So I just mix it up uh, each session, uh, different variations, you know, of the same exercise, basically, you know, it really worked well, as I knew, like I said, in 2015 or 17, I knew, I already knew how I'm going to structure the workouts, I knew how I would do it, I already had the whole plan in my head. For those people that have a similar background as yourself and myself, say specializing in calisthenics and they want to get into the world of including some weights into their program. Where do people start, man? Cause it would seem very overwhelming. We've got barbells, dumbbells, we've got cables, we've got machines. What advice would you give for someone that wants to build muscle 
and do this hybrid style approach? Uh, again, uh, focusing on compounds. So you don't have to start right away to like any isolations. I'll like I'll start to learn how to bench, how to squat heavy weights, right? Any movement like that, military press or any any movement, which is like a, a bigger movement, they need to learn the form. Because it's totally different uh, as a Cali athlete, like you can control your own body weight, but you don't know how to control the weight. So for me to do the, I remember, man, doing bench, so difficult. It's not heavy, like it's not heavy. I can, you know, progress like that pretty, yeah, but just to re-rack the weight and then hold it here and then I can, I can push it, but it's not controlled at all, right? And I, that was like the most difficult part for me and I bet any other Cali athlete. So again, just starting with like smaller weights, learning the, the form, learning how your elbows move, where the barbell should go and um, just doing that. And then I think everything else will come in naturally. You know, like isolations and stuff that's not complicated at all. Those are like at the end of the workout, you just, you know, sprinkle a little bit of curls and, you know, some machines or anything like that just for the pump or you just sprinkle those a little bit into your workout and you're going to see good improvement. But like compounds are number one. Great advice. And should people still keep doing the body weight equivalent while they're also doing weights? What I mean by that is, so you said the bench press, should people still keep doing push-ups or should they focus on the weight side of things? Uh, I think as a warm-up, it's pretty good if they do the push-up. Or they can do push-ups, but like different, um, you have to make it somehow difficult. So I include uh, doing resistant push-ups or having bands. And um, even before that, I again, I do explosive stuff, so like clap push-up or anything like a little bit more advanced just to to keep having, so I don't lose any explosivity, right? While I'm doing weights, because usually people stop doing it, they get heavy, they get slow, and um, I never, I, w I want to be an athlete, and I've always been an athlete, so you can't really forget about that part of training. So I would still include some bodyweight training, some explosive training, and then just doing also weights after it. How have you found your ability in the bodyweight stuff now that you've been doing a lot more focus on weights? Have you, have you lost any? Has it maintained? I think I even improved. I, I think I even improved. Like my, my handstand push-up is stronger. Um, push-ups I don't feel, but it's been a while since I, I can wrap up as many as I want. I, yeah, I mean, everything improved. My body weight training improved. I don't do it much because uh, literally it's, it's like a deload, not even a deload workout. You know, my deloads are, you know, 30 kg pulls. My, my deload is a 100 kg bench, like, or more. So like, you know, I don't, I don't really do any more body weight, but it, it definitely improved because of weight training. I'm a bit cheeky because I asked that question knowing that people are often scared 
if they let go of something that they're going to lose in that area. So it's just refreshing that you haven't really done it seriously in a long time, but you could still go and crush push-ups, crush pull-ups like, like it's nothing, like it's easy, easy for you. But is that, okay, I have a different experience, right? Like I've been doing it for a longer time than anyone else. So like, is that just me? Or is just the people who have been only trained for five years or three or two, you know? So is it that my own experience? Because I've been doing it for two decades. And bodyweight training is usually eh, for me right now. Or is it, you know? Uh, so as if like, if you built this level of barbell, dumbbell strength and then tried the bodyweight stuff, would it be the same? Maybe not. Probably not. I think not. Or it will take, uh, again, a decade, right? Uh, so I think just because of my background and how long I've been doing it, I can go back and forth with anything, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, maybe a, sometimes like a bad example, right, with, with stuff like that because like, uh, it's been two decades like yeah that's why people need to take what you say and put it in perspective because you've had such a long history it's your full-time job you love it you can recover so that's why you're probably the same as me when people ask oh what's your routine i'll tell you but i've also been training for 16 years and this is my full-time job exactly exactly a bad example i'm doing it for a long time you know, I always get comments like that. Oh, I don't look like you. I've been training for five. I don't look like you. I've been training for a decade. I'm like, okay, you have a decade plus more to continue. It's like my experience and everything, how I've been doing it, it's totally different from, you can't compare. It's hard to compare. No, you can't. And of course, if you've been achieving these type of results, training for a while, you're of course going to get the comments of, Oh, are you natural? Are you mm, taking drugs? All the time. How do you deal with those questions? Because I get them all the time too. I mean, um, before I got mad or like, oh, but I am natural, you know, like trying to convince people on the internet who maybe, maybe they're trolling, maybe they're just kids, right? Sometimes I go on a profile and it's a fucking 15 year old. 18 year old, right? Um, I'm like, I've been training since you were not even born yet. <laughs> yeah. I've been compete. I've been competing before you were even born, right? Like, you know, I used to get mad and like, just like, maybe disappointed or like, like, man, my, this is my hard work. I've been doing it for a long time, and then there's a comment like, off steroids or a needle or. How the fuck are you? You know, you're selling workout plans in your own stair, you know, stuff like that. You're, you know, it's not fair for other people. I know, I'm like, what the, you know, I've, I've been an athlete my whole life. I would never claim naturally if I wasn't, right? And I said that, like, now that I'm doing more like podcasts and everything, I said that, like, I don't have anything against steroids. 
I don't I I know that a lot of the community is on it, right? Fitness community, I even know definitely a few Cali guys that they're on, right? Like like that like there's no way you're not, right? And I know. Because I'm like doing it for fucking a long time. And how the fuck are you better? How are how are you recovering? Because I know how long it takes me to recover from a workout. How the fuck do you literally have a, a muscle tear and then work out after a week or two? Is is that something in the future you would consider? So let's just say we spoke before about the topic, you know, in your late 30s, testosterone levels are going to drop. Is that something that you would consider in the future because you plan on training for life? Definitely. See, that's the difference. It's just the honesty, yeah, yeah. No question. Like, when I'm at, I, I can't give a timeline, but like 35 or... When, when I see, like, my testosterone drop. Why not? Why not? Why not uh, level level out the playing field? Like it's normal. If you're taking supplements for I don't know B12, D vitamin, whatever you know, you don't have enough in your in your system. If you don't have testosterone in your system, then why not? You know, I'm not gonna go wild with it, right? I don't even understand how, how that goes, like how many milligrams or how many, I don't know the number, how much testosterone you need in your body. But if it goes below that level, of course, I'm going to take supplemented so I reach the normal level. Because again, testosterone is uh, directly involved with your health. But the difference there is you would be telling people, documenting the journey, sharing the journey, just being transparent. I can't wait to just inform people, educate people on that, you know, like, why not? Why not talk about it? If, if I was on something now, that's content. That's content, that's good for me, good for the people, like, why not? So if I'm going to take, which probably I will when I'm 35 or whenever it happens, I'm going to document it. I'm going to be transparent with it. I'm going to post it online. Everyone will know. And that's it. So I would gladly take testosterone, maybe growth hormone, anything else. I don't think there is like a big need. Um, and I would everything do with like a, a doctor. I will go to the doctor, take my blood out, check it what's missing, what's good, and then just give me a, a prescription, what to take, how much I should take, how often I should take it, and done. Keep training. But That's the healthy way to do it because you just feel for these people that are doing it too young, too soon, without a doctor's guidance, and that you don't know what you're taking with any drugs, let alone taking some performance-enhancing drugs. You don't know the dosage what's in there. Whereas if you were to be taking it as a declining adult who is below the physiological levels and you know how much is being prescribed by a doctor, it's a whole other conversation. Definitely. Cause like you go on TikTok right now, these fucking kids are 15, 18, whatever. And 
you know, flaming natty or whatever, and then you just see the gyno, right? You see the acne, and you're like, no, right? They're taking fuck who knows what. And I, I, I understand why they're taking it, because the internet is a wild, you know, they, they look at you, they look at me, they look at other people, they're, they're kids, and they're like, okay, I want to be like him, but I don't want to wait a decade. I need to look, I need to look good right now, because if I good, look good right now, they're going to get something out of it. Okay, they're going to get, you know, a big following. They're going to get money, they're going to get sponsorship, they're going to get girls, they're going to get whatever, right? And they don't want to wait. They don't want to put in the work. Or they're willing to put in the work, but not wait. So, like, it's bad because I know when they stop doing it, they're fucked. They are absolutely fucked for life. For life, they're fucked. They will never be the same. Never. And, uh, you know, I have clients. And clients tell me, like, oh, what do you think about, you know? Take, I'm like, no, you're 24. For what? Uh, you know, don't want to. You're 24. Like, there's no point of taking, like, just listen to me. Eat what I tell you. Do the workouts. And, like, don't, you're going to ruin your life. People don't understand that. I've seen people who are uh, my, they're not even friends anymore because they got fucking crazy, right? They're like more acquaintances before, friends of friends. They started taking like steroids, right? Then I cut them off. They started acting wild. They got huge, right? Big, but you, you can see like they changed. They stopped doing it. Correct. Because you can't really make money from bodybuilding, right? Especially this part of fucking Europe. Especially if you don't have a social media. How, how the fuck are you going to make money? And competing is... Yeah, people getting into steroids too soon. I feel very strongly that everyone, even if they want to do it in the future, should get minimum three years of training before even thinking about it. Smart training, enough sleep consistency and not being 15 years old and starting or 17 like don't even think about it. literally man i don't know what people are doing and how they're thinking but you can look really fucking good naturally but they don't want to put in the work they don't want to eat motherfucking broccoli and chicken every day they don't want to eat healthy they don't want to recover they they want to party i get it i mean i i understand right but don't, don't expect then the great results, right? You don't. You have to find a balance. You know, you have to dedicate one part of your life. If you don't, then fucking do something else and that's it. Like, don't shit on me and, on, and you and other people if you're not willing to put in the work. I, I understand everyone. I get it. Even for me, I take a, a good picture, right, or a video, and I look at it, and I'm like, holy fucking yeah. shit, this will cause a problem online. Should I even post this picture? Because <laughs> I already see the comments, right? Already, like, the day before, I already like, oh, here we go, you know, like, yeah, I already yeah, know yeah. the comments. And then I have to be like, okay, you know, like, those are the people I've been training for a long time. You, there's no way you can convince them. 
you know, like you just go through your life, try to be transparent. If they believe you, they believe you. If not, if not. I like, I like how you highlight that point, how sometimes even we see ourselves and like, what the fuck is that? Cause it's like, it's like what you just said, Dion. It's like maybe the previous night you had a lot of carbohydrates, your glycogen stores are full. You got a massive pump, the light's perfect. You know, it's, it's sometimes we're like, do we even look like that? So don't worry about it. Bro, sometimes, sometimes I take a picture and I'm like, I look like shit. Cause the lighting is not good. I don't have the pump. I didn't work out for, I know I didn't work out for a week. Yeah. I feel like I feel like shit. I don't want to take my shirt off, right? A big part of that as well is how lean you are. I don't know for yourself as well, but if I'm, you know, a little bit crisper, lower body fat percentage, start seeing some some ab veins, you just see such separation in everything. Yeah, definitely. And people are fucking dumb because I get comments, "Oh, you have a bicep vein, right? That means that's a clear <laughs> sign of steroids." <laughs> How do you deal with that aspect of being famous? Because it's not like normal people don't feel that. It's just you've got so many people following you, it's more likely people will disagree. How do you deal with people not agreeing with what you say or being judged like for everything that you do? I mean, I mean, before, like a long time ago, when uh, I think 2013, yeah, when that all like started, right? You felt the pressure and just people looking at you, right? You, you're walking and people are like looking at you and you're like, maybe not, they're not maybe even recognizing me, right? But in my head, they're like, oh, you know, insecure. And then the comments get to you and then you're arguing with the fucking, who knows, you know, these people on the internet, you're arguing and then you're depressed and shit. You don't want to work out anymore. I had, I went through all of it right before. And you just, you know, it's been a decade of that. You learn how to deal with it in your own way. You either ignore it or the best way is to understand people where they're coming from. I think that's it. And you need to understand that you, I chose this life. I had people follow me home without me knowing, right? Like following me home. And then I find out like a year later because I meet them. So they're like stalking me and shit. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big celebrity. I don't have that big of a following. I, you know, I think total one point few mil, whatever. I can't even imagine, you know, Brad Pitt. The bad and the good comments shouldn't affect you. Great. Even the good ones. I like that. Even the fucking good ones. Even the good ones. Because, you know, you, you have people telling you you're the GOAT. You're the legend. But if you believe that, then you stop trying. Yeah, that. But also that creates a big ego. And you start believing, like, oh, I am the GOAT. No, no, no. These people are nothing, right? Like, I am the GOAT. And if you start believing that, because I've seen people with uh, a smaller following get a big ego, right? And then you see them on a competition or in, you know, they're like that. And you're like, what the fuck, you know, and you see it online and shit because they don't know how to control it. Maybe some people even now think that I'm cocky and arrogant or confident or whatever, how you want to call it. 
right? And then they meet me in real life, like like the guys in from uh, Zurich, like Manu and everyone, you know, who actually know me pretty well now. They're always inviting me. They're inviting me back, you know. Oh, you, we thought you were this kind of a guy, you know, arrogant, and when they get to know me, I say, I'm just, I'm just a dude. I'm just. But I don't give a fuck how many people follow me or anything. I'm grateful for it. Is there like a side of you that you feel people misunderstand or don't know about you? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I hide most of my um, personality a little bit and my life from the internet, right? I don't, I don't post anything private. I don't post anything private. Uh, I, I used to before a little bit, and then you know there's like a, there's too many people watching, and um, you know, and like I'm a I'm handling a fitness page, so why would I post my family, girlfriends, anything like that, right? And people to watch and, and then comment on it. Why did you break up with this girl? Exactly. We like the other girl better. <laughs> this new girl is shit. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. the other girl was harder. You know, all of that. If I put everything online, then nothing is mine. Then that's for the people and that's it. What's your take on bulky and cutting? To be honest, I think it's important. If you want to get bigger and stronger, right? Leaner, whatever you want. I think it's important. If you're just in a maintenance, or like, you know, those are small, you know, you're going to get results, but it will take a longer time. Um, like like now, the, the biggest change I did in, uh, so in 2019, again, I, October, I started doing weightlifting. So I totally changed my workouts. COVID hit, right? And I bulked for 18 months. So from October all the way through, I don't know when I start, but like 18 months, I did the bulk. I was like, I'm not going to travel. I'm doing this new new working style. I'm doing weightlifting. I want to focus more on strength. I'm going to bulk. And then I knew if I bulk for 18 months, I knew the, the results will be drastically better, right, and different. And they did. Like made really good results, so I think it's important. Um, but people, I think, don't know how to do it. You know, you don't need to eat a thousand more calories or two thousand over, right? If you do two hundred, three hundred, until like five hundred, you know, so like one meal more a day, consistently every day, I think you get really good results. What was your rate of weight gain and how much total in that period? I didn't even gain that much. I think I gained... So my normal bulk phase, I may be 84, 85 kg. Like my normal bulk, what I do like six months, whatever, four or six months. Now I went up to 87. So not a huge amount now. No, no, you you can't like especially naturally. Nah. Like you can't. You're not gonna see like 20 kg difference like some people do, or 10, even 10, I, 
I really tried to get up to 90. I really tried. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I can't, like, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to eat that much. I'm literally, you know, like, eating my last meal at almost, like, midnight, right? Like, literally having my meal and having my water and just, like, doing it like that, trying to throw up. It doesn't make sense if your body's not receiving it. It's just pointless. No, and, like... I couldn't do it. I think I'm going to do it probably now, the next book I'm going to do. Probably I'm going to go up to 90, but that all depends how this whole year will go through because I'm going to travel a lot. Yeah, and I don't eat in the morning, right? Uh, I'm fasting for a long time now. Hey, me too, man. Nice. So when you don't eat, your body is producing testosterone, so that's usually during your sleeping time and what do usually people do in the morning as soon as they get up they eat so directly you cut the production of testosterone and growth hormone so if you try to prolong that state you're going to have more benefits so i started doing that seven years ago and um, i i was getting really good results i feel better and also i usually train in the morning so if I eat in the morning, I get bloated. Dude, exact same. Yeah, yeah. So when I so when I make content, I look bloated, right? And it doesn't look good uh, on videos or anything like that. And I feel heavy and a little bit sluggish. So just not eating in the morning and uh, eating after to have a lot of benefits. But I also did like the twenty-four hour, forty-eight and seventy-two. So I didn't eat for like two days. I also do that. Like I did it a few times, I think. So you train first thing in the morning, fasted after just a coffee. Yeah, I have a coffee. Do my do my workout. Sometimes even coffee during the workout. And then uh, when I'm hungry, I eat, and that's it. I know you've experimented with literally everything. Now I'm going to ask a different type of question. Based on seeing all of these different nutrition methods, whether it's vegan, paleo, blah, blah, what have you found to be the consistent elements that are what make sound nutrition successful? Uh, balance. Great answer. That's, I like how you answer that in one word. That's, that's facts. Simple, man. Like everything you're doing, it needs balance. Even in a nutrition, it doesn't matter which kind of nutrition you're doing. I don't give a fuck if it's vegan, vegetarian, ketogenic, flexible dieting, fasting, whatever. Whatever you do, vegetarian, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It has to be something that you can do for a long period of time. Why, why would you do something for a week or two and then you can't uh, consistently do it for months and months? You, if you can't endure one week or two, it's not for you. You need some kind of change. And, you know, I, get, I was always getting people like, oh, I tried vegan diet, but it, it didn't work for me. That's a shitty diet. And now I'm going to shit on vegans. What did you eat? You were eating fucking some seeds, a banana, Oreos, and that's it. And a, and a coffee. Like, great, like uh, good job on being vegan, right? Like, good job on being vegan. But if you have a, a really good balance, 
of everything and bro you have no excuse like today you have the internet oh so much good information for sure so when you say well balanced you mean more like just like fats carbs proteins the the macronutrients the micronutrients veggies fruit all that stuff exactly just eating uh, eating everything also trying to enjoy food so if i need to have a cheat meal i'll have a cheat meal and um that's it like what i found out every every nutrition can work if you do it properly doesn't matter what kind it is if you have the knowledge how to do it it can work it's only about your preference you know what kind of foods you like what kind of cause you're supporting and that's it the biggest takeaway and just so simple that you said it but it's so accurate and clear it's the longevity it's the lifestyle it's can you keep doing this for the rest of your life if it's too extreme it's probably restrictive if it's restrictive you're not going to stick to it long term no matter how your willpower eventually you'll end up binging or something like this uh, exactly nutrition and, and also with the workouts if you can't do the workout consistently for a long period of time you know if it's if you can't do five times a week for whatever reason it is job kids family life whatever don't do it five times a week do it three times a week consistently for a year and you're gonna get results right but if you can't do something every day don't do it you know like what's the point you're not gonna get the results you you want to and uh, that's it with yourself down how long do you find you can stick to one type of workout program before it either stops working or you get bored and you simply want to change it how long does your training phase usually last before you make some tweaks three or four why four weeks uh i progress progressively do like three week peak one two three third week is like the the peak and then one deload and then i change okay with your with your deload what does that look like do you drop intensity and volume uh everything just take a step back at the deload uh, recover focus more on the form then i implement like that stuff just fixing up the things that uh, maybe i did a mistake before and then go back into it how do you go about expanding your knowledge now because you've been at this for a few decades i know that you have a, a learner's mindset and you're always trying to improve is there like a certain resource or do you internally go off feedback um talking to people i think just talking to people traveling so everyone has their own experience right so i go on that just talking to people that's how i did it even before when i was like traveling and uh, i go off also on my experience you know i try something new test it on me doesn't matter if it's a workout plan or nutrition and then get the experience from me what advice would you have for someone that wants to follow in your footsteps <laughs> where to begin where to begin he says number one just start with the basic program you know build up the consistency in it because i think most people don't have that they don't have discipline it doesn't matter if you never worked out in your life 
and you're looking at me, you need discipline. Without discipline, you're not going to go far. So, uh, you know, maybe don't even start working out. Go for a walk every day, you know, if you never did anything. And then slowly transition into the gym, build up discipline, and then start working out. And stay true to yourself and what you want. Always eyes on the goal. You know, have, have confidence and belief in yourself. I wouldn't copy exactly how I did everything. I think I'm a, a special case, right? Because uh, I've been doing it since I was a kid. So I don't want people to have like a high expectation, right? Oh, if I do it like that, and yeah, I'll make, I'll be popular. I'm going to make money and, you know, all of that. It, do, it usually doesn't go that way. If, if it was, everyone would be doing it. You know, I, I have a pretty high confidence. And... Uh, I literally, from day one, I had high, high expectations. I already knew 10 years ago that I'm going to be here doing this interview. I already knew. I, I literally already knew. You know, I watched the fucking 2011 World Championship at Latvia Riga. I watched it on TV on Eurosport, and I was like, I can do that shit. I can do it. I didn't even start training yet. I was like, I can do that shit easily. One year later, I was third in the world. So, you know, you have to have expectations, but you have to also work hard and not give up. Doesn't matter what people are talking, just work out, fuck the noise, right? Fuck the people, it doesn't matter if they're your friends or family or whatever. I can do you and be consistent. Be disciplined and good things will happen you heard it guys self-belief have a path be patient be consistent and you'll definitely look back on your previous self and be proud of where you've come i'm sure dion can look back on his journey and say that i know i can also say the same it's a pleasure man been great to connect virtually when it's all said and done we're going to do this in person have some uh some monster sessions it's it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when i'll say it exactly man somewhere in europe somewhere in europe maybe australia who knows man i need to go there well the invite's on the table man if you want to stop by melbourne it's uh the people are going to go nuts man we'd have a great time awesome man thank you thank you so much for the invite it was a great talk and like I said, we need to do a workout together. Pleasure, man. Take care. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Visit fitnessfaqs.com to master calisthenics and become a bodyweight pro.